Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Okay, before we jump into this interview, I want to invite you to be considered for my 2019 Traveling Mastermind. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com and fill out the application and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a great fit. This year, we'll be in Boston doing lots of cool things like training with Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. In the middle of the year, we'll be heading to Monaco doing things like vintage car rides through the French Riviera. And then we're going to wrap the year in Florence, Italy, doing things like truffle hunting and hot air ballooning over Florence. Look, Life is all about fulfillment, and I really try and walk the walk. So if you are looking to be part of our tribe of 28 high-achieving entrepreneurs that are in the six- and seven-figure range, fill out your application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com to be considered. So think of the mastermind as having two parts. The first is the trip itself. And the second part is what goes on over the four days within the mastermind. Our group of 28 entrepreneurs will help you brainstorm and accelerate what you want to achieve in 2019. And we'll do that through a variety of different exercises, brainstorming activities, breakout sessions, goal setting sessions, you know the drill. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com, fill out an application, and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, I hate pineapples. Murgatroyd, how the hell are you? Do you know how much I hate them? I actually, I do, I do. You when, hate them. When we go into- You actually a- lie and tell people that you're <laughs> allergic to them. And I've not seen any proof of this. I do because I don't want that anywhere near me. And you know, the best thing is I taught Sophia. She's not allowed to hate people or animals. I, she can't say I hate you or I hate, you know, Gia or anything like that. She said, oh, can I say I hate food? I said, if you want to. And she said, okay, I hate pineapples. I was like, high five. Gia is our dog. For Gia is our you, dog. For but, those of you that don't know. But this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Well, you know, since I don't know what we're talking about today, can you tell me what we're talking about today? Oh, I would love to. We are going to talk about how you can set up your schedule for life and business and actually have success with it. So a lot of people are super busy, right? We're our entrepreneurs. Maybe you have a real job and a side hustle and you have a family or a dog or whatever, and, and a nasty Netflix habit. You want to know how you can set up your schedule in So time- that you can Netflix and chill, in- which I just learned what that is, by the way. <laughs> so you can time block it to actually bring you success. And I think there's some keys in this because, you know, I knew where I was. I was on a plane and I was reading Giselle's book. You know, Giselle, there's only one. So I was reading Giselle's book. By the way, you know, you've made it when you have a name that you just say the first name and everybody knows who you are. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, like, watch this, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Kim. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Watch this. Cher. Yeah. Madonna. Uh Uh-huh. Gaga, uh-huh. Liberace. Anything else? 
You went with Liberace. Okay. <laughs> That's what you went with. I like the outfits. All right. I know you do. You love outfits. All right. So I was reading Giselle's book and one line came up in the book and she said, my goal is to create time for every person and activity that's important to me. And I stopped because that, like, I can't think of a better way to put it. People are always like, you know, do more things you love or blah, blah, blah. But that was such, um for me, like, I don't know, a little arrow between the eyeballs because I suck. <laughs> I just had this vision of an arrow between my eyeballs. Did you have any other metaphor you could use? I don't know. It's what it was like out. slowly going through my skull. <laughs> but for me, I, I really do suck at blocking out time. And this is not my natural forte. I'm like the free-loving Aquarius married to the Virgo that schedules when he's going to poop. So, you know, this is definitely where you shine, Rob, but I learned some things and I wanted to share them. So today we're going to talk about deciding what are the people and the activities that are important to you. We're going to talk about morning mindset and how that can set the tone for your day and then creating your power hour. I like that. You know, one of the things that comes to mind is I just interviewed a guy uh, last week. Uh, his name is Strauss Zelnick, and he was the uh, the pre- he's been the president of everything, Fr- president of the CBS, president of the Viacom, the current president of what they call uh, Take Two, which uh, does uh, Grand Theft Auto and NBA 2K. The guy's a genius when it comes to things. And I was like, dude, how do you like? And he graduated Harvard Law too, and. I was like, how do you like? How do you do all this? You're 62 years old. You have the body of a 20 year old. Which Google him, you'll see what I'm talking about. He just wrote a book called Becoming Ageless because he freaking looks ageless at 62 years old. Like, how do you do it? And he said, you know, I've yet to meet anybody that has more than four or five priorities in their life that they're successful in much. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you're one of these guys that have like 10 priorities, everything becomes so diluted and watered down that you're really not getting anywhere. And I said, well, what are your, what are your priorities? He said, well, my family, my friends, my business, my fitness, and my mentoring work. And that's it. He said, so if you don't fall in one of those buckets, then I'm not touching it. That's and, awesome. And I thought, huh. That's a really cool way of looking at things. That's a really good way to kick this off and deciding what is important. So if you had to choose your four or five buckets, let's call it, of your life, what would those be? And I think that's a genius way to do it. And I need to think about what mine are. But, you know, for me... Well, a lot of them are going to be... a lot. For most people, they're all going to be similar, right? So everybody's going to have a family bucket, or at least I hope so. Everybody's going to have a friend's bucket. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have a business bucket. And everybody's going to have a, fit, a fitness bucket. No, that's... See, you're going... Some Listen, people... This is, this is my... I'm putting <laughs> my views onto everybody. Don't tell me <laughs> that my views about how everybody should live their life are wrong because I'm going to tell you you're wrong. I know. But let's just say somebody didn't really, you know, have a fitness bucket, okay? Or they didn't... Re- they, well, they should. Well, they should. But yes, they should. They're not getting any younger. I know. And we're going to talk about that. But let's say they currently don't. Maybe they have a different bucket. What ifs? What Go ifs? So... Anywho, you got to decide what your buckets are. And, you know, Giselle said something else in her book that I really loved. She said, if focus means saying yes to hard work, dedication means saying no to distraction. Mm, So so true. No is so important. No is so important. So if you have those four to five buckets that Rob just talked about, 
and you're focusing on those four or five buckets, all of the other little distractions that are coming your way, you have to say no to. And that's the only way that you're going to figure out what's truly important. So you may have to give up activities or even some people that are pulling you in different directions. And I know you and I have gone through multiple you know, reincarnations, let's call it, in the business world. And, you know, with each reincarnation, I do feel like we have said goodbye to other activities that we were doing. I mean, the biggest one I can think of is when we really committed to getting you out of practice as a chiropractor and into a more freedom-based lifestyle where we had financial freedom, time freedom, the biggest thing you had to give up was DJing. And it probably ripped your heart out and maybe it'll come back someday, but it didn't fit into the buckets that we had at that time. And it was something that you were passionate about, but we had to, you had to give up. I say we because I feel like That was probably... If if people ask me about regrets, I feel like Sinatra, I've had a few, um, but few but, but too few to mention. But that is one of them that would fall into that category. But that notwithstanding, that was just a matter of time because to be good at that, at the level I wanted to be good at required so much time for me that it took away from things that were higher in priority. Well, and so let's I, look at the buckets. Was it in your family bucket? No. Nope. Did it take you away from your family? Yeah. Was it in your um, business bucket? Mm, well, at the time... I mean, you got 50 bucks for a gig. Yeah, it was not a lot, yeah. Or maybe 500 for a gig at the most. But yeah. like, that's, you know, yeah. not gonna... For the amount of time that's put in. Yeah. What, did, did it fall into your fitness bucket? No. Nope. You were up till four in the morning? No. Nope. And what's your other bucket? Well, you know, I would say my buckets are family, friends, my masterminds, fitness. Yeah. So you know. it, it literally, I mean, maybe it, maybe it was like a tinge in your friend, friend bucket, but you had headphones on behind a, a booth. So, you know, it just didn't fall for that period of your life. It didn't fall into a bucket for you. So right. that's a really good example of an activity you'd have to give up. So if you're following along at home, what are your buckets? What are your four or five buckets? What are activities that you're doing each day? I tell you what you're making me think of. You're are, making me think that I should have a fun bucket. We work hard, play hard. Well, that's yeah, yeah. I have to. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna think about this. I don't want to answer let this right simmer. now. I got to let it simmer. So you know, what are you doing right now that isn't fitting into one of your buckets and is distracting you from filling those buckets? All right. So write those down. And then the last thing in deciding what's important to you is what are the things that you either do or wish you did that would make you a better person, a better entrepreneur, a better wife, husband, mother, father, whatever? What- <laughs> I thought you could say motherfucker. <laughs> I wish like a better motherfucker. <laughs> no, uh, it's too early for that word. So what are the things that make you better? Like I remember after doing probably six or eight months of yoga, I came home and Rob, you looked at me and you said, you know, yoga makes you a much better wife and mother, right? Because it allows me to have that mind-body connection. It gives me the hour out of the house that is the me hour. And for me, it really helps. So that's one for me. Diet is huge when I'm eating what... Like when I'm eating in reaction, that's what I'm going to call it. 
eating in reaction. Like I came home from vacation. I have no food in the house. I don't know what to do. And I'm reacting to that situation. I'm eating whatever. I feel like shit. I sleep like shit. And that affects me, right? And it affects you and it affects everybody. If you don't believe food affects your life, uh, clean up your diet for two weeks and see how amazing you feel. So what are the things? Meditation, yoga, exercise, diet, family time. Family time makes you a better person. Family time makes you a better wife. It makes you a better husband. It allows you to connect your soul. Sleep, that's one that's underrated. You know, does sleep make you better? And we've talked about that with the Whoop app and all of that and getting more sleep and deeper sleep. So what are the things that make you a better person, entrepreneur, wife? So now that you have all of those, right? You have your bucket, all of your buckets. You have the activities, a list of activities or people or things that distract you hashtag Instagram. And you have a list of all of the things that make you a better person. Now, what do you do with it, right? Now you have to find time in your day to have family time, to prep your food, to do your yoga, have your meditation, and you need to work and you need to limit distractions. So Rob, how do you set up your day so you limit distractions? I'll give you a little a little, a little volley over I remember when you used to work <laughs> in the office and it's so great to say those words. Oh my God, you used to work in the office. You'd get up. If you turned your phone on, on a day that you didn't go in in the morning, let's say, and you only did an afternoon in the office. If you turned your phone on before you got your workout, before you did yoga, before you meditated, what would happen to your life and how and what changes did you make to make it more seamless in your morning and set that morning routine? You know, look, I am just as addicted as anybody else to social media or emails or, you know, uh, responding to messages. I, I, and I, and the truth is I can't control myself. So I have to put in parameters that um, prevent me from falling down that slippery slope and being able to set my day up to win in the beginning. Um, I love what Lori and Chris Harder talk about uh, in the morning and they really do live this because I spent the weekend with them uh, a couple of weeks ago and they, they say pages before swipes. And that is their cue that we wake up in the morning and we read, that's when they get their reading done before they swipe Instagram. And I thought that was just such a great way to do it. But, you know, to answer your question, what I was doing was I'd get up, you know, I'd, I, we walk right over to our phones, the first thing we do. And, you know, you see that there were four texts that came in overnight and you, got, you they respond to the text. And then, well, while you're in there, let me just check my, my Instagram. Oh, I got two Instagram messages. And then while you're in there, I got an email. Shit, I got to return that email. And so you're before- You're basically describing my life right now. And so before you, before you open your eyes and take care of the way to start your day- great and clear-headed. You've already fucked the whole thing up <laughs> by getting lost in something that you shouldn't be getting lost in. So the way that I do it is I put my phone on do not disturb and it goes from 9 p.m. until 9 a.m. So I get up around seven o'clock, right? Sophia just bangs me in the head at seven <laughs> o'clock, sometimes two in the morning, but she, she bangs me in the head. And um, I know that I can't see anything that has come in prior to that on my phone because it's still on do not disturb. And so 
I use a uh, an app called Morning Routine. And what it does is it's just a very simple thing that you just hit. You program it for the things that you want to do. So I've been waking up with some tightness, uh, like stiff back pain kind of stuff. N- nothing terrible, but just like a tightness. So I've added in yoga into it. And I use something called Asana Rebel. So it's just like a, a little yoga thing. So I've loaded up this morning routine app with three or four things. It's 10 minutes of yoga, followed by 10 minutes of meditation, followed by 10 minutes of journaling, followed by 10 minutes of reading. So what's that? 30, 40, 50 minutes, somewhere in there. And it's kind of cool because you just hit play and then it counts the clock down and it's a, it's a thing and it says yoga. And so when it's done with yoga, it gives you a notification and it says reading. And when you're done with that, it says whatever. And so it keeps you on track. Well, if you if you start your day with all of those things I just mentioned, your day is set up within the first hour to feel like you already won. And I'll, and I'll also make sure that I make the bed. So, you know, within my first hour, I've made the bed, I've done yoga, I've journaled, I've meditated, and I've read a book. Okay, pause right there for a second. What's the difference in your mindset when you used to wake up, you would walk over to your phone, you'd turn it on, your phone would explode, and then your day would begin versus what you're doing now. What's the difference in your mindset, in your stress level, in your temperament, all of those things? Well, the difference is that I'm controlling the day and the day is not controlling me, right? So I'm grabbing the day by the balls and going, fuck you. This is how, <laughs> this, this is how it's going to be. You're very okay? vulgar today. I, <laughs> this is how it's going to be. So I control it. Then at nine o'clock, I kind of like start the day and I look at it and I'm like, all right, let's go in. Now, what I do the night before, which we didn't talk about, is I set my calendar up. Do you want me to go into push? What I do with the push or no? We're going to go into Or are we that. not there? We're gonna you want to do it that. later? Yeah, we're going to go in that, into that. So tell me about... Okay, so let's just recap for a second here because I really want this to be tactical and not just you know talking about whatever. So you're going to take the things, you at home, that's who I'm talking to. You're going to take the things like meditation, yoga, family time, sleep, all of those things that are important, all of your buckets, and you're going to schedule out your day. Now, if you have a job and you're working a nine to five, your schedule is going to look different than Mr. Retired over here. That's going to be different. Your schedule is also going to look different if you are responsible for children in the morning and getting them off to school. So what I, you know, you can use an app, you can use your calendar on your phone. I prefer a good old fashioned calendar like agenda. Block out your week. I take one week at a time on my agenda. So it's like the two page spread of all seven days. And I put in the first thing I put in because apparently it makes me a better person is yoga and meditation. I block that. I block out the days I have to take Sophia to school. I block out after school with Sophia, which is my family time with her, I block that out. And then I fit my other things around it. So I fit my power hour. I fit any phone calls I need to make. I fit any podcasts. I block that out. So for me, I block schedule in a paper notebook, all of those things. And then I fit in all of the things that are important to me, whether it's date night with Rob, yoga or whatever food prep, if I'm doing it, whatever that is. 
So that is how for a mom, that's how I do it because I can't I like when I hear people talk about I wake up and you know I I don't open my eyes in the morning and I you know say all my gratitude. I love that if you know, I don't have Sophia smacking me in the face telling me to make her pancakes. So I, I wish that was my life. That's not where I'm at right now. And I'm okay with that. It's funny. When I was at Chris and Lori's house, I woke up in the morning and it's, you know, they got the birds chirping and they got classical music and the two of them are sitting there and they're, you know, 600 thread count, you know, uh, jammies and they're reading and they, you know, they look over with their cups of coffee and they smile and they're like, good morning. And I'm like, this is what morning sounds like here. <laughs> Whereas you come to my house and it's like a three ring circus and there's, you know, she's playing with her Elena of Avalor sword that makes noise and it's a crazy pants. So, you know, set your day up for success. And just one thing on the morning, here's what I learned. Reading is really helpful. And for me, I wake up, I drive Sophia to school, I get ready, all those things, drive Sophia to school. And after I drop her off, I will go to yoga, but I usually have about a half hour between the time I drop her off and yoga. And instead of coming, what I used to do is come home, turn on my phone, start answering emails, text, whatever. And then I'd be late to yoga, rushing there. And that just was a shitty day. So now instead of doing that, I sit in my car, I don't turn my phone on and I read 30 minutes before I walk into yoga in a non-business related book. So... The Power of Now, this Giselle book, whatever it is that I'm reading, I read 30 page, or thirty minutes and then I go into yoga. And I, that for me is what I need to set my day up. I also practice at my affirmations in the car like a crazy person. And I do my affirmations in yoga as well. Yoga for me is like a one-stop shop for meditation, affirmations, and exercise. So if you want like a mom hack, there you go. One hour, you get it all done. So that's how I set up my morning and my day. So I just wanted to give you two examples there because, you know, kids, no kids kind of thing. And not that Rob doesn't have kids. He does, but he doesn't do most of these morning responsibilities. So now you've got your schedule. You fit in your exercise because moving your body is so important to your health and to your mindset. You've got some form of mindset training meditation in there as well. You've blocked out your sleep time. Maybe you've blocked out your family time. Now, how do you crush the day in business effectively and not just work five hours straight so your bloodshot eyes? I work in 90-day increments. Right now, my 90-day goal is to fill my mastermind up by the time we get to Boston and we are just a few shy of a happy meal. Once we get to Boston, I'm going to change it. So I call that my push goal. What is the one goal that if I accomplish this goal, it's going to knock down other goals? So at the top of the page of my planner, every day I write down, I filled my masterminds by such and such a date. And, and then and beneath you use, it- You use the Shaleen Johnson push journal, right? Yep. Yeah, and then beneath it, I write, what are the three actions today? that if I do these three actions, they're going to move me towards filling my mastermind. And it might be, be a guest on another podcast. It might be, you know, it might be some social media post. So whatever it is, and I will have predetermined a hundred things or so that I want to do in order to fill the masterminds. And so those are the, those are the three actions I take. So on the left side of the page, it has my push goal with the three actions beneath it. On the right side of my page, it has the day that's scheduled out, but I don't overschedule the day. So I might only have, you know, three or four things listed for the day. So for example, let me open my planner. 
For today, I have uh, 10 o'clock, a Zoom with one of the speakers at my mastermind, 11 o'clock, a phone call with the person who owns the, or is running the restaurant for something at the masterminds. Uh, Two o'clock, I have a mastermind call. Three o'clock is a workout. And then five o'clock is family time. And that's it. That's all I have on my day. So um, on the left side of the page, I have one or two actions that I'm doing towards the push goal. And then I have um, a box that has tasks. And so I will write in there, like my first one is to record two Fridays. And I'm going to check that off because this is the second Friday that I recorded. Okay. So let me just back it up for all the people that aren't following along with a push journal in front of them or even know what that is. Shalene Johnson created a brilliant journal um, slash planner. I think this is like the third reincarnation of it. Rob's been using it uh, to... He doubled his medical business with it. He's maxed out his mastermind with it. This is a... If you want something that is really going to elevate and get you to your goal, that is action-oriented, not just like vision boarding, you know, but like truly action-oriented, this is it. So you can go through the entire push journal process. But basically, when he says he does three tasks, these are three tasks that you do each day or you pick three tasks to do for that day that can be done in 10 minutes or less and that are going to help move you toward your goal. So imagine whatever goal that you have, whether you're building a business, building a website or you know whatever it is that you're creating in your life. If you took three actions each day that were totaled 30 minutes or less, that would move you towards your goal. This is about consistency and you know, not stopping. This is about just keep going daily action with that consistency. So that is what, you know, for Rob, he doesn't call it a power hour, but I call it a power hour when I do mine. Well, think about this, right? So how easy is it to come up with, you know, you go to some seminar, you listen to some podcast and you write, what are your top goals for 2019? And you come up with your top 10 goals. Well, all goals are not equal, right? So which one do you work on? Do you work, work on number one? Do you work on number seven? Do you work, work on number nine? When do you work on it? So what I found based on being introduced to this with Shalene is create a push goal that if you accomplish that goal, it's gonna help you accomplish some of those other goals. Now, with that in mind, if you wake up every day, think about this. If you wake up every single day and you do two to three actions towards one goal, What's the chances of you accomplishing that goal in 90 days? So much higher. But what I think the biggest key though is a lot of people freeze when they see something that's huge. So like, let's say you're building a business and one of your actions is to build a website. That's so monster that you mm. can't, you you ignore it and you go to the next one and then you end up putting the website on the bo- bottom of the list. That's why I'm like really putting a fine point on the fact that these are 10 minute actions or less. Yeah. So it could be like, uh, what four pictures do I want on my homepage and what verbiage do I want? And you do that action and you move to the next action, which may be designing the packaging for your product, you know, or something like that. You need to really break these down. What I love about the push journal, and by the way, I love that I love the push journal so much and I actually don't use it because I, do, I can't, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just bad. I, I still have growth to do, but... <laughs> 
well, I need just, to use you know, it. I want to use you, it. I'm it's jealous. one of those things. It's one of those things for you that, in theory, it just makes perfect sense no, for you. But I want you to do it, and it's amazing. Well, it just you know, I'm saying that for you, you look at it and go, well, you know, you have a logical brain, and that it makes sense to you. You're putting a lot of compression into one goal, and you're accomplishing it by being able to do it. But you just, you know, look, you just may not be there yet. I'm, what, maybe what I'm kinda, just not ready yet. But but you are. So the well, point- let me say let me say this is one other thing that you said that I want to that I want to point out. I'm a huge delegator too. So no kidding. If I come up with a list of a hundred things that I need to do, and one of those things on the list is to build a website, as an example, he will put it on my list. That, or I'll look. <laughs> I'll look at it and say, could I take this task instead of me doing the twenty steps that are associated with it? Could I hire somebody on Upwork for a hundred bucks? to create this website by giving them a little bit of direction. So wherever possible, I try and delegate it so that I don't need to do it, which should probably be another podcast because there's a lot associated with that. You know what's interesting about that? I just figured out why I can't use Push Journal mm. because you fill up my list with things that you don't want to because, do. <laughs> because, I, because I push I you, push you away from you it. You push it to me. So, okay. So let's just recap all of this. You got your whatever method, paper, your phone, whatever you're doing. You're going to block out the things that are in your buckets, right? The things that are truly, truly important to you that make you a better person, make you a better mom, whatever it is. Then you're going to block out your morning wherever that happens to happen for you, whether it's first thing when your eyes open or after you drop the kids off at school, you're going to create a morning that's going to set you up with gratitude, positivity, love in your heart, and momentum, whatever it is for you, fire in your belly, you're going to set that morning up for you so you can go into your day with a clear head. And then you're going to block out your power hours where you can accomplish small tasks every single day that are going to lead you closer to your goal. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. Don't expect that you're going to do this and you're going to like have this unbelievable clarity and at the end of the day everything is going to be accomplished. What's going to happen is the day is going to do what the day does, right? It's going to it's going to grab a hold of you. You're going to get a phone call that you didn't expect, you're going to have a somebody's going to send you an email that you're going to go down, you know, this long spiral and go, "Oh shit, I got it. This I have to do this right now." And so some things are going to be missed. And then you're going to have other days where it's going to work perfectly and you're going to have it all filled up. But the point is that if you don't pre-plan it and you don't pre-schedule it and you are diligent about not overbooking it and leaving some time for flux in between things, this is another mistake I've made. I look and say, okay, well, I have these 10 things that I want to do in addition to my two to three push actions. And then I just like, well, at eight o'clock, I'm going to do this, 8.15 this, 8.30. And it doesn't work. It's too, it's too tightly scheduled and you're not leaving room for you to get through the day without having a heart attack. So I would recommend under scheduling, just put a, t- a few things in your day. And what that will force you to do is only put the things in your day that you really want to get done as opposed to, and then I'm gonna go to the dry cleaner and then I'm gonna go to the dentist. And after that, well, I'm gonna wash the, the car. Thing, though, but tasks are different. Like tasks are scheduled in a different area. Schedule that power hour. What are you going to... How many days a week are you going to work on your side hustle? How many days a week are you going to work on your business? Schedule a power hour where it's distraction-free. You're doing income-producing activities or things that need to be done to get you to the next level in tiny chunks so they're not so overwhelming. And then schedule a block for tasks too so that you get those off your plate. All right. I'll leave you with this. 
Timing is very, very important. Listen to this episode with uh, Tony Robbins and Daniel Pink, where he did some research based upon a book called The Power of Full Engagement, where they talk about the time of day to do certain activities. I deliberately do not write a post any other time than the morning time. If I write it in the afternoon, when I'm in the, what he calls the trough, where most people around three o'clock are looking for Kit Kat bars because they're just starting to fall asleep. And the evening where you're just burnt out from the day, it's ineffective for me. So my creative, critical thinking time is done in the morning. Answering of things like routine emails is done in the afternoon. And then sort of mindless things that, you know, I need to get done, maybe some phone calls that I could just have a conversation with is done in the early evening. So be sensitive to the times in which you schedule things to do. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.